Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, Marcus Bronzy here from How to Kill an Hour. Just thought I'd drop you a quick line to say, hey, thank you for supporting the podcast. Myself and the whole team really appreciate it. And we've decided to give back and we've done that via our Patreon, which is a great way for you to show us a little bit of love by supporting us and becoming a patron of the show. And in return, we will give you extra episodes that we only give to our patrons. Plus, on top of that, you get all of the content that we deliver on our free feed earlier than usual and ad free. Because, well, why are we going to make you listen to ads if you've just helped us out by giving a little to us. So here's a little taster of what you can expect on our Patreon feed. So after uploading her DNA to GED match, Christine Marie Sally was matched with the genetic profile of an unknown murder from the 1980s. So what sound effects do we need for the 80s? Uh, I'm far too young to know anything about the <laughs> 80s, my friend. Um, although I was born in the 80s, but like I don't really remember anything about it. So for us, sound effects would be the sound of milk being poured into a bottle. The sound of, of nappies of, of being nappies changed. Being changed. The sound of a, of a the rattle thing that baby. Remember when kids just used to get given a rattle? I don't yeah. see that anymore. Probably because it's like super annoying. You know what I mean? Just like imagine that, just <laughs> rattling a rattle all the time. Nowadays, though, kids have all got iPads by the time they're six months. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Just get, getting them hooked on the, on the tech from early. What I'd love to do, and I probably wouldn't love it if I was receiving it, is I'd to give a kid a sound effect board. So the kid's like, do 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 do. The thing is that that would also become very yeah. annoying. You know what I mean? After a while. Like the, the the issue is anything that you give to kids becomes annoying very yeah. quickly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, anyway, let's roll back the clocks to the eighties, where an archaeologist in Ludlow, California, discovered a shallow grave in the vast Mojave Desert. It contained the nude bodies of a man and woman who had been beaten and then shot to death. But a lack of IDs at the scene left their murders unsolved for decades, until now. There we go. The saga began in 2018 when Christine Marie Sally began searching for her biological parents. The Virginia native had always known she was adopted and that year she had hired a private investigator. According to ABC News, the investigator first found the adoption paperwork that identified Sally's biological mother as Pamela Diane Duffy. When the investigator then uploaded Sally's DNA to GED Match in December 2020, this happened. So basically, let's step out and just talk about GED Match. We have, we have, what do we have here is, uh, what we have a few services here for 
for DNA matching and stuff like that, don't we? Yeah. I forget. Like, uh, and is Ancestry one and stuff Ancestry. Like that. Uh, I don't know if there's an American one. There's like something like called Twenty Three and Me. I think yeah. there's another one we got. So there's a few people that I know that have done them where it's like you can find out exactly where you're from in the sense of like it will say you know one percent Nigerian, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like and 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 I'm a little bit like. I don't know whether sceptical is the right word, but I'm like, how can they narrow it down so much to one country? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a little bit like, are they just making this up? And because like we're a nation of believers yeah. you know, or a species of believers, you know, like, you know, like with horoscopes and, and shit like that, people just believe it, don't they? Yeah. You know, like, and, and I kind of feel like, I, I feel a little bit that way about these things, but surely there's some science behind these things, which you know means they can't just out outright lie about it in the same way that mystic meg does in the in the sun exactly i mean look we were sent at one point we were sent here at how to kill now we were sent the dna things and we were sent the ones that tell you about what you're allergic to it's like a, a gut it's like a it's a, they take a sample of your and uh they tell you what is good for you what isn't good for you and stuff like that and at the time i remember we got the boxes and I don't think I gave them to anyone. And I didn't use them because I was a bit like, oh, I'm not usually like this. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of intimate information to just send to a private company. Your DNA, DNA swabs from your mouth and bits of your poo-poo. Like, and I know we probably have our details all on the NHS and stuff, but that's quite, um, I don't know. I just, I wasn't up for it at the time. And I remember like being like, oh, I don't know if the guys would be up for it. And we just let it kind of fade away. Marcus was like, I don't want my, I don't want my like, numbers on the system. You know what I mean? They're tracking me. The government, you know, they'll, they'll have all my DNA and they'll be able to fire me. You think I'm falling for that? I'm at the same time posting on Facebook. <laughs> an idiot. But, um, so basically, uh, back to the story. So Christine, she got the private investigator who uploaded her DNA to the GED match in December 2020. So they uploaded it to a, a, a vast database. Now, GED match is a website for genetic genealogy research. Anyone can upload their DNA file, analyze the results and compare their DNA with others. And it's free. Now, you need to know this as a listener. Nick Bright is aware of this as well. Nothing's free in it. If it's for free, you're paying with your data. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You know. They have a database of one and a half million people, which which doesn't seem much, Nick, but it's enough for them to connect the dots when it comes to where people are from. And it's enough to kind of, it's a big sample size because when you look at like six degrees of separation, when it comes to genetics, I'm not going to try and, and do the maths for it. Having an, a million and a half people means that I'm much more likely to be able to find one of your cousins. Do you know what I mean? like then not that's a quite a large sample size so when christine's investigator uploaded the details to gd match it suggested that there was a parent child relationship between sally and an unidentified dna sample that was uploaded by the authorities in the case of ludlow california it appeared that the woman was none other than sally's mother pamela diane duffy so sally's mother had been murdered and they'd found that out by using that information so the San Bernardino County investigators then heard of a successful DNA match and they realised that their 40-year-old cold case might be coming to an end. So Sally consequently provided the San Bernardino investigators with what she believed to be her mother's name and a DNA sample again, which the California Department of Justice pos positively matched to Duffy. So the records show that Duffy was about 21 years old when she was killed. In fact, before we go into that, Nick, so if you upload your details to these websites there's possibilities that they can share them with, with the authorities. How would you feel about that, bro? 
I wouldn't be that keen about it, to be honest with you. And yeah. it's so funny because it's exactly what I was just saying a minute ago about yeah. you not wanting to, uh, not, yeah. not wanting to put your fingerprints in, in, in the system and that. Yeah. But you know, it's weird because on the one hand, like, you know, with what's going on in the world at the moment and, and, and everybody getting the COVID-19 vaccine, and you know, you've got people that are like, oh, I, I'm not getting the vaccine because they're tracking us and blah, blah, mm. blah, like. I'm a little bit like, are you mad? Like, who? Even if they wanted to track me, I don't give a shit. Like, what they're going to sit there and look at me right now in in my little studio recording this podcast with you? Ooh. <laughs> but then on the other hand, I'm like, actually, it's it's not about them actually tracking me. It's about them doing it on the sly or doing it like yeah. without your permission. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is a bit of a piss take. I'm. I think yeah, that's what it is, and I'm concerned. What I'm concerned about is probably more like our episode that was on the main feed about the deepfake technology. Is people abusing it? That's what I'm concerned about. Because if you have a massive database of DNA, could you somehow mess with the records? We've seen it in some cop films or sci-fi films where they're like, "Yeah, we switched over the DNA records so it looks like Nick Bright was, you know, responsible for the murder." Do you know what I mean? Or like, you know, the plot twist at the end when they pick up the two DNA files and they were somebody had access and somebody switched them over. That's the kind of stuff that I think could happen. Like, I could plant evidence and make it look like you, or I could swap records with you, go do a crime, and then you get nicked for it. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel. That's that's the that's the kooky conspiracy theory part of me scratched for this episode <laughs> right so the records show that duffy her mother was about 21 years old when she was killed so this lined up who the female victim was but i can hear you asking me nick who was the male victim do you want to ask me nick or should we just who was the male victim i mean <laughs> yes go on who was it tell me well, Nick, seeing as you asked, Sally was also able to help identify the unknown male victim. She remembered that her biological mother had been friends, <laughs> friends, with a man called Digger Lane before she vanished. Sally also knew that Lane was a Virginian convict who planned a cross-country hitchhike with her mother after serving his time. He was a jail. Right. So whilst the nickname didn't match any records, investigators did find a William Everett Lane with similar credentials and a Jacksonville, Florida address. His relatives were subsequently tracked down and they voluntarily supplied the authorities with their DNA samples and those matched those of the murdered man in the desert. Lane was then determined to be around 20 years old when he was killed. So it all matched up. All investigators needed to know now was who was the killer, which at the start of this story was a near impossible task. But as it turned out, they already had a suspect in mind and the evidence discovered during the start of this story could only help. The San Bernardo Sheriff's Office had long suspected that the now 68-year-old convict named Howard Neal might be the culprit in part because he was in the same region where Duffy and Lane were killed and curiously he moved to Mississippi right after they'd had their... Bloody hell. It's not where I saw the story going. <laughs> Sorry. I went off there. He was been in prison since 1982. He'd been convicted of raping and then murdering his 13-year-old niece and her 12-year-old friend, as well as killing his own brother. This guy sounds nasty, man. Yeah. Flipping Piece up. of work, mate. Piece of work. So Neil was initially sentenced to death for those crimes, but an IQ test that suggested he was mentally challenged changed his sentence to three life terms in prison instead. So investigators managed to interview Neil about the Ludlow murders in 2017, during which the culprit said that he picked up the couple while they were hitchhiking on a freeway. He then brought the two to his residence where San Bernardino investigators say he became involved in an argument with the male and felt the male would probably kill him if he did not kill him first. 
Typical, innit? Yeah. Great story, mate. Yeah, yeah, officer. That I was scared that they were... I'm a murderer. I was scared they were going to murder me first, so I murdered them. How is that even... Why? How would you even try... There's a lot of murdering going on here as well. You know what I mean? Like, rather than like, you know, I I, I was scared that like they was going to attack me or we were going to get in a fight or blah, blah, blah. No, just straight to murder. Yeah. No, like fighting or beefing or anything like that. Just straight to the killing. Yeah. So the thing is, officer, is the reason I've murdered a thousand people is because (laughs) you know what it's like when someone gives you that murdery look, right? There's nothing you can say. 150 murders, 150 souls, 150 lives. But officer, they had this thing, right? You ever, you ever had someone to give you a little bit of a murdery look, and then you okay. know, you know, they look at you and you're like, yeah, he's got, he's, he's got that murdery look. So I was like, can I murder them first before they murder me? So think about it. What I've actually done is I've saved 150 people murdering me. So that's 150 people that could be banged up. Instead, I've murdered them and I've done your job for you. Yeah? Mm, why did you put it like that? Okay. That sounds like a lot of paper. 150 people to process. Yeah. That's a right? lot of paperwork. You're right? And instead, hey, hey, I've just, I've got rid of them because of that murdery look. Yeah? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I can see, I can see that you're on board with me, officer, as well. Actually, wait, is that a murdery look you've got as well? No, you look, no. But yeah, yeah, you are, you are. There's no murdery look here. <laughs> 151 saved. There you go. That's a little taste of what you can get when you're listening to the patron-only episodes of How to Kill an Hour. If you are still only dedicated to our free feed, that's fine. There's plenty there for you to enjoy and kill time with. And if you do want to show us a little bit of love and in return for that, get bonus episodes that are only for patrons and, of course, all of our regular content without ads, then feel free to click the link in the show description or just head to patreon.com forward slash how to kill an hour. Anyway, I'll be in ear holes real soon. See you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.